Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. The training has helped my career so much because it's a platform of skills that I never had before. The training program has has helped me to go from uh, just a regular job to a career because when I first came here, I didn't know anything about this line of work. Without doing this training, we wouldn't be able to work for the companies that we work for. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. So what say you? Am I out of my mind? Have I been out in the sun and the heat too long? Actually, I've been inside most of today and so far. It's, I'm going to pay for it, though. Although, again, I told you, the Arctic front it was nuts. I woke up this morning and even last night, it's like 85. We've been into 100 pluses. So... It's a 20 degree, degree difference. I put my sweat, sweatshirt on. <laughs> yeah, it's a 20 degree difference. Last night, I actually went outside, just sat on the front porch on the chair. I got like, like a chair in front of the house. I'm like, it just feels nice. A little breeze. I saw the clouds coming from right to left, which is for me, the north. So I knew it was, a, you know, not, not as human when we went walk the dog this morning. Carver had the scooter. I'm like, you know, the wheels aren't wet because the ground wasn't full of humidity and dew. It was nice. And um, but I'm going to test that theory here, Jordan, in about 56 minutes. Got to cut the grass. Good luck. Got to cut the grass. Gus versus the blades. Me versus the grass every Tuesday or Friday, one of those days, because trash is Wednesday, Saturday for me. So I got to get those clippings out of here. And all. Anyway, 800-998-1003 are thanks to our guest today as – um. Glenn West gave us a ton of info on LSU. Again, another Vanderbilt player coming this way for the Tigers, and he has a really cool write-up on two freshmen that he think will really help men's basketball. So Andrew Allegretta is probably upset about that. 
I, you know what? Maybe we should check in with Andrew. You think Andrew will take a phone call to, to maybe, chime in? Might. You think? Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll talk to him tomorrow. He'll be like, hey, so why are all those Vandy, <laughs> why are those Vandy boys <laughs> leaving? Um, you know what? I'll, I'll reach out to him. I mean, the worst he can say is, no, thank you. Who's this? You know, yeah. Oh, that could be worse, huh? If you get hit with a who's this, who's then this? it's over. Is that the worst? Is that the worst? That's the worst. So the best the girl is, gives you her number. So the best is getting a, a the best this? is getting a you up, and the worst is who's this? Who's this? Okay, I got you. At least I know where the where, where the pendulum is. I want to yeah. I want to live somewhere in between, right? Are you up? And who's this? Do you think that's kind of where I want to live? Well, yeah, hopefully you get a response. I mean, if you get a, I guess a response is better than no response. <laughs> that is true. Because <laughs> then you actually know, yeah. all right, where, where you stand. At least, with at least if it, if it's a, what do you want? I mean, that's better than who's this? At least they yeah. know exactly who you are. They Correct. just have no interest. Um, so we've been kind of discussing different things here. Chris Roseverglove, Roseverglue, Jesus, um, joined us earlier today, Boot Group Media as well. We talked a little Saint stuff and we touched on, Jameson and the workout is out there in the video. People making fun of the bar because it's bendy and stuff. It's a bamboo bar. Um, essentially it's supposed to work on your agility and, and strength and mobility and all this other stuff and, and trying to coordinate. Why can't we just do regular bench press? I understand that. Okay. I get it. My, my point that I'm making though is when I look at the rest of the kids, I feel it's him. I feel he's the reason that many people feel other than Roy who just hates the Saints aren't considering the black and gold as a team that could be in a championship window. We've been throwing it out there. Jordan, the question of the day is. Yeah, question of the day, the final championship window. Yeah. And is it when your team is on the rise or is a championship window defined by a team having a collection of talent for a period of time? Or is there another way that you would define and you could comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800 998 one double zero three. So the way I've been saying it, the analogy I've been using before people think I'm out of my mind, I, I'm fully aware and I'm not saying the Saints will win the Super Bowl this year, the Pelicans will win the Larry O'Brien. That that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying though is think of October. That first cool front's coming in, right, Jordan? Sixty two, Sometimes, sometimes it's still ninety. I'm I'm holding out hope. After how hot it's been already, okay, give me something to look at here. Right? I'll let you. I'll let you get to. You. I'll try not to rain on the parade. <laughs> Thank you for not raining on my parade. As uh, as I look up, literally, how many days until October first? There we go. And the answer is ninety five. Ninety five days until I get my first cold front in my mind. It likely will be closer to Halloween. I'm just saying in my mind. I, I decorate the house. I spook it out. I, 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 in my mind, I go into fall in my head and it soothes me in 95 days. Okay. It's my favorite month of the year. So the analogy I've been using 800-998-1003 is this. When we know your favorite meteorologist, your, your, was it your uncle or your cousin, Mr. Franklin? That's what my is, cousin. Your Chris cousin. Franklin. Okay. So Chris Franklin's your cousin. So Chris Franklin is out there. 10 o'clock, channel 4, and he goes, it's coming. It is. Tomorrow, 62 degrees. It's So what, what do you do? What do you do with your car window? What do, what do you do with your house window when that first cold front, cool front, 
of the season comes here. What do you do? You open it. You you just open it. Come on. Right? You you brought this up yesterday. You're like, can you at least crack it? You're ready to crack it championship window-wise. So that's what we're talking about. That That's where I'm at that I can make a case or I could present an argument for the Saints and Pelicans both opening the window. Not saying that I'm freezing yet. I'm not saying that, okay, that's enough of the cool. I'm, cl- I'm not, I'm just saying I'm opening it. And the reason and the basis I'm saying that, I'd love to get your opinion, 800-998-1003 or at ESPN Radio NOLA is with the Saints. If Jameis Winston wasn't your quarterback, says what are the top 10, 15, if you're not putting him in there, Dak, Burrow, Herbert, any of those guys. Would you think they are? And I'm basing it off of this. In the last five to seven years, I would say the Saints receiving core potentially will be the best it's been since probably. probably yeah, Devering and Meacham and all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just being honest, right? Because Michael Thomas is a record setter. And again, I, I understand this because again, this is what you do. You project. So don't tell me, well, what Michael Thomas you're going to get. I hear you, but I see every single day on ESPN and on Fox and everything else, people projecting teams that can win the Super Bowl based on them doing well. So it's the same thing with the Bills, right? We all think the Bills are a contender. Why? We project that that talent, that quarterback will play well. Of course, if Josh Allen gets hurt, they ain't the same. Of course, if their receivers get hurt, they ain't the same. I, I get all of that. So when you project, you're projecting if healthy. I mean, that's an understood. That's the asterisk. If healthy, right? Well, all I'm saying is, Many of those parts that got the Saints to the Nola no-call game, still on the team. You might even argue that you might have upgraded. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I get it. Huddy Badger, Marcus May. I understand that. I like Paulson Adebo. I, I would argue that there were several years when the Saints were, quote-unquote, in a championship window. You only had one really good cornerback. You know what's funny? Right? I think if you, I think if you added Deshaun Watson this offseason, I think the, the window's more closed than it. Would have been. So, and that's what I'm getting. Okay, that's a very good point. You you brought him up. Now, I, I went, phew, when it didn't happen. But let's say, let's say he didn't have the cases. Let's say he wasn't going to be suspended at least a year more than likely. And he chose the Saints. Do you not think NFL today, get up! I, I, I gotta say it like that. It's been different since they just went through the get up, right? I mean, they got rid of the exclamation mark. It's just okay. So, yeah, get up. You don't think Kellerman, Keyshawn, you don't think all those guys are, for crying out loud, they're trying to convince me the Browns are a Super Bowl contender. For crying out loud, all I hear is every show, Kyle Hurd, every, the Browns, the Browns are championship ready. They just, they need to get over Baker. You, you really, Baker Mayfield was the reason. Baker Mayfield was the reason. Like, I'm not saying he played great. I I sent you something that he... But I'm going to play that here in a second. Thank you. But, I mean, I I watched that team. First off, they're coaching it enough to... I mean, like, like, give me... Like, breathe for a second. Before you start... If you're going to convince me, you're going to give me arguments that the Browns have all of this talent and the Browns have all of this other stuff... Again, I will argue what I argued earlier in hour number one. We have seen teams win the Super Bowl, if we had all this talent, with subpar quarterbacks. Or with, you know, 
managing quarterbacks. Gannon, things that, you know, I mean, Peyton Manning won a second one literally not throwing the football. Now, when you have that kind of quarterback play, you have to overcome it. You have to have a great defense. You have to have a really good run game. Like you, you, you do that. But what I'm saying is, my goodness, like people are talking about like Jameis Winston literally cannot step back from the huddle, decipher what member on the field is his team or not, and actually deliver the football within a 15 mile radius of the guys. Like I, I'm just, that's what baffles me. That's what baffles me. Because I'm just looking, again, projecting like analysts do. And I'm going to argue that potentially a guy like Chris Salave, a five-time pro bowler in Jarvis Landry, a guy that set NFL records for receptions, that might be three of your best receivers you've had in 10, 15, 20 years. It's easily a set, potentially. And I understand that, right? I get that. Now, you add that to, and i fully aware, he may miss games. But when he's not missing games, is Alvin Kamara one of the top backs in the NFL? Of course he is. The line, potentially, I think will be better. I do think coaching matters, and I do think having a guy like Doug Marone is going to help some younger guys. You literally have, again, I'm just going by what the new coach did. The new coach came in and said, I need a new receivers coach. I need a new offensive line coach. I need a new strength and conditioning coach. Name the three problem areas the Saints have had the last couple of years. There you go. So let's just say that improves. I mean, I, I understand these are big ifs. If Marcus Davenport can play because he's healthy, but the guy has potential. You have Peyton Turner, first round pick. Like I, I'm just looking at what this team has. The only thing it doesn't have is a tight end. And truthfully, I believe, that's what I think. It's the only thing this team doesn't but have. But again, is a when tight you end. have the running backs and the receivers in the defense, you do like that. The you tight don't need it. No, the tight end is literally like, are you wearing a belt? And I don't even. I wouldn't even call it that important of an accessory. Like I'm just. It's literally you're wearing a ball cap with the rest of your outfit. You know, the belt's got to match the shoes. Or you're tucking in your shirt, doing all that other stuff. But like, it's the ball cap. To me, the tight end potentially on this team is the tight end. The problem was last year, the tight end on this team was literally your underwear. I mean, like, if you, let me. You needed something because your receiving core gave you nothing. I mean, you you when, again, you had. At the reception level, reception level, meaning receiver, tight end, people that could not catch. I want to repeat that. (laughs) More often than not, when the ball traveled in the air, fans and media held their breath because you didn't know if it was going to be caught. (laughs) Not in traffic, just wide open. Not a soul in sight. I'm almost positive I still have text messages of us going back and forth. Oh, we actually completed a Caught pass. Ball. Ralph Marlborough, who joins us on Wednesdays, said it best. We celebrated. We took shots. We had drinking games. If the Saints got first downs. First downs. And they still had a chance to make the playoffs. At and the, it, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I feel that people are not saying that they're in a chance. Like, 
and again, to me, a championship window is, I've opened it. I'm not saying they're winning it this year, but with the talent they have, if Jameis just plays decent, they're going to win games. If he plays at a Pro Bowl level, are you telling me with the potential that they have and if they all play well, that that team can't contend or compete? If by your definition is they can, well, then that's a championship window. I think they're a lot closer than people think they are. And you know me. I'm with you, Gus. I'm with you. Yeah, and you know me. I, I, I said they were winning like six, seven games last year. But, again, there was a lot more different unknowns. Oh, anyway. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll play some sound. We'll have some fun. Uh, rest of the hour is open. If you want to chime into the conversation, 800-998-1003 is the way to chime in. And you can do so at ESPN Radio NOLA as well. At J.D. Klebier on Twitter. At GCAT underscore 17 as well. For me, it's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Teaming up to create a healthier community, Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center present Health Watch. For most athletes, a gradual warm-up has very real benefits and can help prepare the body for a more intense exercise. A thorough warm-up helps to increase blood flow to the working muscle, which results in decreased muscle stiffness, reduced risk of injury, and often improved performance. An effective warm-up has a number of very important key elements. These elements work together to minimize the likelihood of sports injury from physical activity. When warming up, start with the easiest and most gentle activity first, building upon each part with more energetic activities until the body is at physical and mental peak. The first step towards your best workout is a general warm-up. You want to work for about 10 minutes and end your warm-up feeling well, warm, and sweating lightly. The purpose of the general warm-up is to raise the heart rate and your breathing. This also helps to increase the muscle temperature, which means your muscles are ready for more vigorous activity. The next step towards your best workout is sport-specific warm-up. The warm-up you do will depend on your sport. During this part of the warm-up, you should up the intensity, doing the same movements you'll be doing in your workout or event. For example, football players must work to stretch their hip flexors, quads, hamstrings, calves, trunk, glutes, and upper body. Each and every muscle throughout the body is used to maximize a football player's running, jumping, blocking, and catching potential. This series of stretches can capture each of these movements to better prepare the athlete for his position. When warming up, start with the easiest and most gentle activity first, building upon each part with more energetic activities until the body is at physical and mental peak. The first step towards your best workout is a general warm-up. If you have questions about proper warm-up before activity, please contact the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional at 985-493-4502 or visit us at www.thibodeau.com. If you have questions about proper warm-up before activity, please contact the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional at 985-493-4502 or visit us at www.thibodeau.com. Health Watch is a presentation of Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. For more information on the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com. 
Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Question. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? And would you seat them in a car seat that's not the correct one? Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. More info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, we are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. Baker Mayfield. To play or not to play? There's <laughs> some people naturally wondering: Is he going to play for the Browns? Does he want to play for the Browns? Should he play for the Browns? Don't be selfish. Be a bigger person. Play for the Browns. All this other stuff. Well, he was at his camp earlier today, and Baker was asked, could he play for the Browns, you know, since the guy that they went up there to replace who likely will at the very least in the NFL, and everything started today with his hearing, they're pushing for at the minimum a one-year suspension. So, you know, the Browns don't have a quarterback. <laughs> uh, go, Can you come play for us? Would you play for them? Here's Baker. I think it's uh, been pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is, is to move on. You know, I'm I'm thankful for my four years in Cleveland. There's a lot of ups and downs and a ton of learning experiences that, uh, you know, I'll forever keep with me. You know, I, teammates and friends and, and relationships that I'll have for a lifetime. And, you know, just the support staff in Cleveland, the people of Cleveland, it's a great sports town. So I, I'm thankful for it. And that's, there's no resentment towards the city of Cleveland by any means. I do find it interesting that the national media, a lot, including Dan Graziano, as you'll hear, believe Baker should play with the Browns. I've heard national hosts say that he should be the bigger man in person. I, again, everybody's different. Um, which is why I brought it up with Chris Roseverglue earlier. In the first hour, it's part of the reason I think I am rooting for Jameis to see how he did handle it because it's not easy. He handled it, I thought, with grace and class. Now, granted, it's not much you can do when another team is looking to replace you. But I, I, I just kind of put myself in that situation. You know, it's different. I get it. It's different. One, you know, one's millions and what's that. But I'm just saying, let, let, let's just say very publicly, ESPN New Orleans was looking for another show host. My time slot. Publicly. And they had options. Like Deshaun did. Didn't choose ESPN New Orleans. I think rationally, as a human being, you guys, I gotta imagine it would bother me a little bit, right? I mean, it would rub me wrong a little, like, but well, why not me? Am I not good enough for something of that nature? And I, and I get it. Look, that happens in life. People get replaced all the time. You move on. Heck, as fans, as media, we call for it. We're on the opposite end, right? When a coach doesn't win enough, it's time to move on. 
I brought it up earlier with Glenn West, our guest at 115. Matt Bianco was going to be replaced at Ole Miss. A season earlier, LSU fans and most boosters, he was a candidate. They wanted him. He chose to pull himself out of it and go back to Ole Miss. As Glenn said, started the season ranked number one. We're a favorite. Didn't play well. Not enough. Got to go. Now, I understand it comes with the job at times with me. I like message boards with people that don't like me. I, I told my wife years ago, don't Google me. Don't, don't do it. Because you could, there's certain people you're never going to make happy. There's certain people you are going to be happy. Some people just like to complain. You know? I mean, it's what it is. They never give you suggestions or how to change things to just say they don't like. You. So it is what it is. But certain things and certain jobs come with more scrutiny and take it more to do it. And again, that position at quarterback, it's tough. Literally success and failure determine how people feel about you. Literally. In a game, I understand it, but some people don't see it as a game. They, they think you're, you're dumb. If you can't read defenses. Mind you, I guarantee you most of the people that actually say can you read a defense could read a defense to save their life. And you know what I'm listening. You know, you know I'm right. Most of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I love the, I watch film. No, you don't. You don't know exactly what you're looking for for film. And I would even say most of y'all that did play high school football. Think y'all are analysts and stuff like that. There's different levels. To, to this day, this point, Nick Underhill, myself, Larry, Triplett, we all, that, why do you think we talk to coaches afterwards to, what did you see? What do you, there's certain things at that level of their profession that can, they can see things that we don't. That's why I ask Marlon specifically what this t- t- technique does. People that have done it. A lot different. We can have assumptions. We can kind of have an idea of things. You can do that. I've never been on the side where fans are stupid. I can't stand when coaches are like that, where they act on camera or not. And we've had some. Hazlitt was one of them too. Fans don't know what they're talking about. When coaches say fans don't know what they're talking about, especially today, they're wrong. Today, normal fans and media have much more access to things. You know, the all 22 camera. That only coaches had in the locker room available years ago. Depending on what service you have or if you're just part of NFL, you can absolutely, on your laptop, on your phone, choose the camera of a play of a game you want to see it. And then if you educate yourself on how to look at certain things, you can do it. So I'm not of that school. But the whole point of all this is that when you look at everything, it really does kind of matter how you handle it. And it's hard sometimes. I I could totally see how Baker Mayfield will be like, I'm not going and playing there. I thought I was all in. I, I and, and to his mind, right, he played with some severe injuries last year. Played through them in games, sometimes limiting them. And, and look, the guy's thrown some bad interceptions and things of that nature, but it, it, it's kind of a catch-22. Sometimes we will champion those that play through pain, play through things. 
which is why I said during OTAs, it was always very interesting to me, right? Very interesting to me how when Jameis was at it at OTA, that first one, the, the storyline was, you know, he's already out there limping. Look at him. I mean, he's limping. I, he's not going to be healthy recovering. And I said it. You know, if this is Joe Burrow, who, by the way, didn't participate in OT after his knee surgery, or Josh Allen, or Herbert, or, or Aaron Rodgers, or Brady, would the storyline be, what a leader? Look at him gutting it out. Look, look, look at look look at what he he's showing he he he's not above the team. I mean, like we would have different versions of it, right? I mean, and that's what's crazy to me. It's like you got to pick and choose. Are, are we going to champion toughness? Are we going to champion him being out there, or are we going to sit there and say, you know, that that we're not, you know? So I don't know. It's just it's just crazy for me how he handled it as opposed to to Baker. But here's Dan Graziano. Um, Kind of touching on the fact that, you know, Baker maybe should. I think it's not an overreaction. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. Everything I've been told is that the relationship between the Browns and Baker Mayfield is shot and, and isn't repairable. Baker's got a youth football camp this morning, and apparently he's going to talk to reporters at that. So we'll see if he indicates that there's been any thaw, but I haven't heard of any. But, yeah, I think it would make sense for them to try and mend fences. If they're going to be without Deshaun Watson for a whole year and they leave the whole year to Jacoby Brissett, I, I doubt that they would think that that's good enough. So I, I don't I don't know what would be wrong with going to Baker and saying, hey, look, what, what's done is done. You know you're being replaced next year, but here's a year for you to play with a really good roster and maybe show teams what you've still got. Uh, it might be best for both of us. There you go. <laughs> so we will see, right? We'll see. But Baker said he's ready to move on. I, it'd be tough for me. That's just me, though. It'd be tough for me. Uh, Sport Takeover continues next. Phone lines are open 800-998-1003. Sport Takeover. You, you guys really don't know when it's good or bad, when it comes right down to it. Will you make a promise to us? Will you tell us when it's good? And I'm promising you right now that you don't know when it's good or bad. You really don't know. Because you don't know what we're trying to do. You guys don't look at the films. You don't know what happened. You really don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. And you never will. Okay? Just for your own information sometimes you it won't i can tell you it won't be good and you'll see it won't be good sometimes you'll think it's good and it isn't any good sometimes you'll think it's bad and it was pretty darn good sometimes you'll think it's bad and it was bad but basically you really don't know the only people that really know are our coaches and that goes with run blocking pass defense all those things the media public doesn't know. You guys don't know. Not really know. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. 
Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pestop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. John, they're back, man. The flies that just won't let you have peace in your kitchen. Oh, you must be talking about the little bitty ones. Yes, indeed. Yeah, those are likely fruit flies or grain mm. flies. Fruit flies normally get brought in from produce and yeah. grocery stores. You remember we did this a couple of years ago, and so many people were talking about, man, when y'all were talking about that, we've been having that problem, and you solved it. Yeah, exactly, because it's the solution is not where you think. Mm. It's in the drain. We have a product. You just treat the drains for five nights straight before you go to bed so there's no water in there. The little enzymes go in there, and they eat up all the egg and the larvae and all the debris that's in the drain. And then guess what? No more drain flies. So where can I get this in the New Orleans area? In Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue next to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's in the same shopping center as Sherwin-Williams. And on the West Bank, we're at 2500 Lapalco, just past the Harvey Bridge. Because at Pest Stop, we can help you with that. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back, too. Your good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengat. 003 Shane, thank you for giving us a call here in the Sports Hangover. How are you? I'm pretty good. How you been? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Been working my buns off. Finally got a day off. There you go. Mm-hmm. So what's been going on? What are we talking about today? I got an opinion about something. All you got to do is tell me what I need to have an opinion about. <laughs> I love this. The, the ready and waiting, locked and loaded phone caller. All right. So one of the things we've been talking about here is I've been making the case and argument that I believe the Saints and Pelicans at a, at a certain level are either opening or beginning a championship window, the potential of a championship window. Agreed. Okay. Why would you think got- – let's, let's start with the Saints. Why would you think with them? I, I think people forget that – Jameis was a number one overall pick, okay? So that means, if nothing else, he has number one overall talent. The, the Tampa teams that he went, that he played for, were not good. And, that, and he did have that season where he threw 30 interceptions, but he threw 30 touchdowns and, what, 5,000 yards that year? And if you can tweak his mental and decision-making and his eyesight with the LASIK surgery and his maturity and work ethic and all of the things that we have seen him improve on in the last two years since being in New Orleans, there's only one way he can go but up. And I just I don't, I just don't see him throwing it in 30. If he can throw 30 touchdowns to 25 touchdowns to 10 interceptions and – the defense plays to its potential with the receiving core that he has. Mm-hmm. I don't see them anything less than 10, 11 wins. I don't, so I, so along those no lines, Shane, along those lines, Shane, which is why I, I brought it up. Okay, so the Saints this year will play your division opponents, Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa. Then they're going right. to take on Baltimore, Cincinnati, Vegas, Rams, 
Vikings, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, who I've been told is a championship team, uh, Pittsburgh, Philly, and San Francisco. To your point, if the Saints win the division, I would probably say it's between 10 to 12 wins. If you're beating those teams, which many are playoff projected or playoff having been teams, and you beat 10 to 12 of them, then you're going to have a hard time convincing yourself that they're not a <laughs> contending team. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if I'm beating Baltimore, exactly. Cincy, Vegas, the Rams, the Vikings, like, if I'm beating those teams that are, are good teams – and I, and I, and I somehow amassed 10 to 12 victories, then how am I not a contender in the NFC? Exactly. I don't see, I think Cleveland, Deshaun Watson is going to probably be out for the year. Yep. And any other quarterback on that roster is not going to, we're going to should be able to beat that team. Cincinnati is going to be kind of a toss up, but I don't know how they, how their defense is going to improve and their offensive line is going to be. So that's kind of a toss-up to me. I think Vegas, we can beat. You got a number one receiver, but we can we can compete with Vegas. Uh, Baltimore, I think, is overrated because they, they get a rep because they're Baltimore, but you don't have any weapons. You might have those running backs coming back, but who are your wide receivers? Who is Lamar going to throw to mm-hmm. on a consistent basis? And I don't see them being a problem offense-wise. Offense and... I think he comes back for the game of the Saints. I think. Because okay, it's six I games, right? Answer, so six games, game so it's one, two, three, game. four, five. Yeah, I think he comes back the, the game of the Saints. And I'll take that, his first game back. I don't expect him to come back and, and kill me his first game back. Tampa is going to take a step back with losing Antonio Brown, Brown, and you bring in uh, Russell Gage, who's a good receiver, but Russell Gage is not going to beat me. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, Lattimore has space in, I know that's the cliche, has our uh, rented space in Mike Evans' head. So, I mean, I know that's cliche. We're going to be, we should be able to beat Atlanta twice, should be able to beat Carolina twice. So, I mean, if you lose to uh, L.A., Seattle is a win. Uh, I'm trying to go through who else you said. Uh, the AFC West, NFC West, uh, is it San Fran? San Fran, I yep. mean, you got the rest of the, the rest of those games, you uh, kind of 50-50 games. And I like well, I'll tell you what, look, at home we win. here's the thing, right? They're, they're they're banking awfully hard that Trey Lance is going to be their guy. They all they all you know the the, the stories this weekend this week is Garoppolo's finally going to be able to throw out the shoulder surgery. I'm literally reading um, a headline in our ESPN Sound Vault that Garoppolo is holding the 49ers hostage. I'm just saying, like, because I, I guess what I'm saying is if there was a if Dak Prescott was the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, do you think people would call them a team that could contend? With the again, the potential of a Lave, a five-time Pro Bowl receiver in laundry, a guy in Michael Thomas that caught records, and I again, I don't know what kind of player is going to be. I get that, but neither does anybody. Any of these teams, even Roy's Miami Dolphins, if Tua gets hurt again or Tyreek Hill pulls a hammy and misses games, you're a different team, bud. Right? So that's why I don't use health. 
but it's analysts just project based on roster. And I'm just looking at roster, and if I'm wondering, like you're saying, if Jameis Winston is the reason that people are sitting here saying that this team isn't a contending team. And my point is, in football, if you're two-thirds, if, if your roster is that good that you're a quarterback away, you're already a contender. I mean, what you're telling right. me is you're a quarterback away from a championship. But, I mean, because right. you have to have a defense, you have to have a run game, you have to have a receiving game, you have to have special teams. You got a good punter, you got a good place kicker, you got a good secondary, you got some nice pieces on the defensive line. I think your offensive line will improve and be better. I think you have three of the best receivers you've had in the last several years. I mean, literally, if your quarterback doesn't fumble the snap, how do you not think that that team's not a competitive team? Like, it's just, it's baffling to me. I think we win two more games just having Will Lux back. Absolutely you do. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think that, uh, Roy has got to be the most delusional person. I've ever heard Roy is a lot of gummies a lot of gummies would be my guess a lot, I, I don't a know. lot of gummies and rice krispie treats <laughs> and uh as far as the pelicans go yeah when you get a roster where you don't even know i mean not i guess they know because they, they're scouts and that's their job who to draft or what to draft or what you need in free agency because your your roster is that deep and and they may not be superstars and mm-hmm. 100% proven players, but you're deep enough and have confidence enough. If Zion can stay healthy throughout the season and Ingram and, and, Liz, and uh, not Liz, McCullum can play mm-hmm. 70 out of 82 games between the three, all three of them play 70 out of 82 games, I don't see any way you win less than 50 games in the year the way they ended the season because you got it all kind of kind of going into motion and you kind of get rid of some of those I, I hate to say get rid of but uh college not college temple garrett temple you know good guy but i mean you got to get rid of him and Devontae graham if you can find a way to move him and mm-hmm. and i don't even know if you need to get a person to replace him but just get rid of his salary off the books and create Minutes for more minutes for Jose and and Kyra coming back. I, I just see the team as I'm not gonna say they're they're gonna be a number one seed, but they we shouldn't be in a play-in tournament. We should be at least a six, five, six, you know, four, five, six seed because I, everybody else is gonna take a step back in my opinion, except for maybe Golden State and 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 the Grizzlies. Chris hey. Paul is a year older. Yeah, you know I, I you know. All the time is going to eventually catch up with it, and so I think I think we in a good we in this season should be a, a good year for us sports wise in the city of New Orleans, and I'm excited about it. Dude, like and I said, I, LSU Brian Kelly can surprise some people. <laughs> right? You want the, the you want the trifecta, huh? You want the trifecta? Yeah, well, Look, I want the trifecta. Yeah. I, I'm with you. So the in short, man, why, why I said I could see the, the Pell's situation and Chris Connor, I, I thought did a great job. Uh, in the 130 segment, Shane, to, to kind of say, look, he, he thinks there, he said, he made the case and argument that he believes the Pelicans have five top 100 players. He, he said he might be right. able to even give you the, the, the argument for 75, top 75. And he goes out of those five, if two can become top 25, I believe is what he said, say like Brandon Ingram and Zion. If they can be two of the top 25, top 15, top 20 players in the league, and you have other players just kind of do their roles and, and, and provide depth and do their jobs. 
Why can't they? And as he was saying that, Shane, the thing that popped in my head was the Phoenix Suns from two seasons ago, right? You saw the addition of what Chris Paul did, but even he was saying that in his mind, Booker was the MVP. Last year to me, Paul, you know, was making a push for it. But Aiden was Aiden. You had Booker and you had, you know, CP. Crowder. Okay, bingo, and that's what I'm saying. Why they made the run to the finals is because Cameron Payne had a good game with 12 points. Cam Johnson provided a night with 8 points or a 3. Crowder provided some defense and a play here or there. But you wouldn't say that. I mean, Cam Johnson was rumored to be part of a trade for the 8th pick. So that's my point that I, I, I think what Chris is saying is right. I mean, 100% here. Look, C.J. McCollum's a really good player in this league. Brandon Ingram's, a, I think, a, a, a rising superstar, perhaps you would even say that. Zion even got to that point yet. You know, give him a couple of seasons right. to see where he goes. And I think he has the potential to. I mean, that guy limitedly, and, and again, I'm not being ugly, but he was putting up record numbers or numbers you hadn't seen in a while for big. And he had a very limited game. Like, I'm not being ugly, but I think right. he would even agree to, okay? I called him the layup right. king two years ago. Shane, he led he the was. league in players' shots getting blocked. People blocked his shot left and right because he couldn't get up uh-huh. and dunked it. I mean, I'm just telling you. So, if he's in better shape, he's going to be able to finish that strongly and not lay it off the glass. Secondly, right. he's going to be able to defend the better. That's going to add another perimeter or interior defender because we've seen them in college, the ability to go from the paint to the three-point arc and block a shot in the corner in a step. So, and run the, the floor better. That's what I'm saying. So if you add all of that, then I'm having trouble understanding that this team can't eventually kind of compete because, like I, like I said, I, I wasn't trying to be delusional, but – you know, the day after the Suns eliminated the Pels, I'm like, man, if they have Zion, I think they win that series. And that was the number one seed. That was the number one seed. So now, then again, I think matchups matter. Like, I don't think the Pels currently or ha- or were a team that could match up with Dallas. They got size. They got strength. They got the three. They can shoot it all over the court. Um, so matchups do matter, and I think that's why I like these draft picks. You know what doesn't matter? Can that guy play defense? If that guy can play defense, right. like Herb Jones can play defense against anybody, a big, a small, quick guy, short, it doesn't matter. If you can move your feet, you know rotations, you're a team guy, I can make you part of a good defensive unit. The two guys they got, and you, and then you add the chips on their shoulder that they have, they fit, that helps. You, you let the stardom be the right. stars, you go do your role, be your part, in football do you 111th, right? Go, go do your thing, and why not? Then all of a sudden, if you are in a seven-game series, that's kind of where you are. I'm excited, Goose. I'm I'm ready to roll. Shane, thank you for calling your day off, roll. bud. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Quick break. When we come back, final segments. The Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
since 1948. That's 74 years. Hilario Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina and Knotless Dyneema. Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at AleriaBros.com. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Now the interesting thing as the hearing on the Sean Watson starts today is um, no doubt it'll probably be appealed, right? I mean, it's got to be appealed. Getting NFL reportedly looking for a minimum of a year. I've seen some reports where... Some sources are saying it could be an indefinite, seen two years, whatever, how you look at it. Um, Dan Graziano bringing up the, the, the interesting point of all of this is that, so the NFL went and got a real life, life judge, a district judge to hear this and make her ruling. Then it'll get appealed. But the person that hears the appeal is Roger Goodell. Right. If the appeal went to Roger Goodell and he did anything other than uphold the the discipline officer's ruling, and again we're we're down the hypothetical road here, right? This is the first time this process has been used. If if Roger Goodell were to do something to supersede the uh, arbitrator's ruling, yeah, that that could potentially lead to people calling the process a, a sham, and and I don't think that's good for the league or or for Roger. So my my hunch is that in this hypothetical case, he would probably go ahead and support her decision. Again, no, no doubt about it. Again, if you missed it earlier, um, he had his camp today, and Baker Mayfield was asked if he could play for the Browns again. I think it's uh, been pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is, is to move on. You know, I'm I'm thankful for my four years in Cleveland. There's a lot of ups and downs and a ton of learning experiences that uh, you know I'll forever keep with me. You know, I, 
teammates and friends and, and relationships that I'll have for a lifetime. And, you know, just the support staff in Cleveland, the people of Cleveland, it's a great sports town. So I'm thankful for it. And it's, there's no resentment towards the city of Cleveland by any means. There you go. And, um, again, it'll be very interesting to see how they handle it because Jacoby Brissett right now is their quarterback. Oh, by the way, speaking of quarterback, I'm just going to leave this here for today. You can discuss this tomorrow if you'd like. Don't forget Thursday we'll be over at Francesca's Deli. Um, I'm sorry, Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. I'm going to get it right eventually, I promise. Uh, we'll be out there as well. I'll have Monster Jam tickets. It's next Saturday, not this Saturday. Next Saturday the 9th, 7 o'clock is the event. 2.30 to 5.30 to the pit pass, the pit party. That's where you can walk on the floor, look at the monster trucks and stuff, sneak a touch on the tires, do all those different things. I have a couple of those four packs left as well. So this week at Francesca, next week at Katie's in Mid-City. Those are the final two Thursdays before the event. I'm going to have tickets. So if you want to go to Monster Jam, pack of four, I'm going to have those Thursday. This is what Keyshawn had to say in terms of Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott. Who's better? I'm not going. I'm not just because he went to the Super Bowl. I'm not getting ready to go crazy. Come come on, man. Come on. I'm just not going to go crazy. I I got to see. He needs another Starbucks. I know we like, I know we like him. He's cool. He wears the chain and he, 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 (laughs) you know, he hangs out. I get it. But I'm not that guy. I'm not getting ready to do that. Is that that definitive though, Keith? Is that definitive for you? It's without question. You take Dak easily over Joe Burrow. That's the way you made it sound. I didn't say easily. I'm just saying. I'm not ready to just all of a sudden say, because the guy went to the Super Bowl and y'all all fall in love with the situation, That's right. that it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. We've been there before. I've seen okay. this movie. Okay. There you go. Jordan, thank you for your help, buddy. That was good stuff, bringing in Joe Moore. Um, Jim Moore. Who I don't know who Joe Moore is, but Jim Moore on We Don't Know Anything and We Never Will. That was Ed Daniels, by the way, if you could tell by the voice that asked the question. Matt Muscone after further review is next. He'll tell you about another Vanderbilt player going to LSU baseball. He'll do that. Plus, the ACC has done away with divisions. He'll talk about that as well. It's the Sports Hangover. Thank you for tuning us in. We'll see you tomorrow. Your midway point of the work week on ESPN New Orleans. Ah!